Hey, it's your pal Nick here with a quick note. Brandon and I did have a choice to make this week. The only opportunity we had to record an episode was during an extended card ride together. We had to decide whether to record an episode with less than perfect audio quality or record no episode at all. We decided to try to make the car ride work, and we think it is listenable enough for you. In other words, we hope you'll excuse this one episode exception to the perfect audio quality standard we try to achieve here. This episode features a lot of great moments, including Brandon getting mad and furious quite often, and some of my favorite side topics we've had on the show so far, including lots of talk about peanut butter in your hair, up your nose, peanut butter this, peanut butter that. You'll also find out which popular breakfast food item Brandon no longer wants to eat after our discussion together. Without any further ado, here is episode 13 of the Tennis Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast. My name is Nicholas. I'm here with my sidekick host, Brandon. I almost drove off the fucking road. This is a special edition of the Tennis Podcast because we are live on Interstate 44 westbound toward Oklahoma City. I feel like a radio DJ, Uh, but we are on the road for this episode, so the audio quality might be a little less perfect than you're used to, but we hope you'll forgive us for this one episode. Brandon. How do you feel to be driving my ass to Oklahoma City right now? I feel great. I'm uh, speeding, and there's traffic, and there's workers present, and the sun is straight in my eyeballs. I think I feel really good about this. This is the first ever recording of this podcast where Brandon and I are in the same airspace. You're within my parameter. That's right. Usually we do this over Skype, but we are in the car side by side. We're actually on our way to a live show in Oklahoma City for the last podcast on the left, which is my favorite podcast. How about you, Brandon? It is my favorite podcast. That's the podcast that got me into podcasting, as a matter of fact. We were going to go see them live in Oklahoma City, and this is actually the only time we could find time to record this week, so we thought we'd kill two birds with one very large, violent, sharp stone, and we are going to record this shit in the car on the way to the show. And this week's list... Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. The top, Wait, the top ten most commonly bought grocery items at the grocery store. Easy. I've watched a shitload of Prices Right. Can you do the Mountaineer uh, yodeling thing while I'm thinking? Yodelay he who. <laughs> okay. So, in other words, what common grocery store items have the most sales in America year to year. That's what we're looking at. By unit or by dollar? By dollar. I actually wanted unit, but I could not find a reliable list for that. So my sources for this, well, I have three. Homestead.com, HowStuffWorks.com, and Statistia. Statista. Oh, sorry. I was trying to make sure we didn't die. Brandon's driving, and if his driving is like his list guessing, then this could be a very long painful episode or a very short one brandon did you bring any zoom zooms to have sex while we talk uh you're welcome to look around there in the back seat uh at what my uh, five-year-old has left there could be all kinds of things to, to join up and align their genitals so why don't we start per use with items that you think are pretty safely not on the list what items at the grocery store and we're not talking walmart we're talking food items groceries so what items at the grocery store would you say you could pretty safely guess are not in the top ten? Wait a second. Does this include things like paper towels and toilet paper? I'll say no, actually. So basically, food items at the grocery store, things that you could buy at a Ralph's or a... What else? Albertsons. All of it is food-related? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be in the top ten. Asparagus... Sure. Brussels sprouts. Liver. Liver's number one. I got some for you. Sure. How about spam? You think Sp- spam's on the top ten? Spam's, spam is not going to be on there. I Spam has never passed my lips. I've never eaten a spam. Despite... What is spam made of? But despite in the mid-90s owning and wearing a spam t-shirt, I've never 
spam. It's uh, is it salted meat? salted pork and ham spam? Are you for real? It's salted pork. I know that. All right, another item I don't think would be on the top ten is Vienna sausages. Those are very closely related to spam. Well, I was in the I was in spam mode when I was. I have piling these. A, a Vienna sausage has passed my lips, not within the last decade, but I have I have eaten one, and I ate more, not more than my share. I ate some as a child. More than my share sounds disgusting, but I have no doubt it's accurate. So, what is the defining feature of a Vienna? If you're explaining to an alien who knew nothing about our customs, what's the difference between a regular old sausage and a Vienna sausage? The texture. This it's it's filled with the same thing as like an old lady's ass. It's just a mess. What about Dustin Hoffman's ass? It's the same thing. Dustin <laughs> Hoffman now looks like an old lady. He said a raisin with eyes last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about cauliflower crust pizza? Is that what people eat when they're avoiding gluten or carbs? Yeah. Sounds gross. I've never had it. It's I, not so bad, but I mean, it's not. Yeah, but it's not in the top ten. Ass crackers. Uh, let me check here. Ass crackers. Uh, let me flip through just to make sure. No, no ass crackers in the top ten. But uh, how about an eggplant? No, egg. No, I remember what. No, eggplant is the purple one, right? Yeah, the think of the the emoji people use for dicks in text messages. <laughs> that's right. No, I don't want that one either. One more, and that's fish dicks. You like fish sticks, Brandon? You say fish sticks. Fish sticks, which could very well be fish sticks. You know why I don't swim in the ocean? Because there's fish jizzing in it? Because <laughs> fish fucking there, you got yeah. it. Yeah, I'd eat a fish stick. Yes or no on the tartar sauce? Is tartar sauce the white one with little, like, does it have little green things in it? Yeah, and I couldn't even tell you what tartar sauce is. I'm sure there's mayonnaise in there tartar, somewhere. Tartar? Uh, yeah, I tartar sauce in very limited. What? What's uh, your uh, opinion? We know how you feel about Han Solo. How about tartar binks? About Jar Jar binks? Yeah. The people want to know. Uh, that theory about Jar Jar binks being a um, secret Sith Lord was kind of cute and fun, but it's not real. Uh, how do I feel about him? I guess maybe if I would have been five or six years old when Phantom Menace came out, I would have been delighted by him. But I was fully grown, robust <laughs> high school student. And even at the time, with my limited education or exposure to the world, recognized that he was <laughs> an insultingly racist caricature of... Uh, didn't he speak kind of like a... He was racist. It was racist. My, the thing about Jar Jar Binks, though, is uh, hell of an ass. You ready to get to the list? He was amphibious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to imagine his ass, that's the kind of context you need. Imagine, imagine an amphibious ass. It is slightly, always a little bit moist. <laughs> sure. And kind of... It just makes it easier for us. Not scaly. No. But not slimy either, but smooth. And... Uh, texture. There's did, a texture. Did he have a tail? Uh, no, not that I saw. He never took his pants off. <laughs> well, not on, not on camera, at least. Give me a guess. Top ten gr food-related grocery items in America. Uh, bread? Sure. Well, is it? Where's bread? Bread's on here. Bread's number three. <laughs> okay. What? I don't know what to say about bread. I like to eat some bread. I <laughs> my, I prefer wheat. Hang on, I got all kinds of hashtag Nick notes for you here. Oh, on bread? Yeah. Oh, sure, okay. The hell, this is the show, Brandon. Well, I will, I will when I'm hosting the show, when I got the list, I come prepared. <laughs> and everyone goes to sleep. Why I said bread is, I guess it's all over the country, right? When there's an ice storm coming or severe weather, snow, whatever. 
people always say like you gotta stop at the store and get stock up and get some bread and milk. Those are always the first two things. Yeah, why, why is that? Why those two? I don't know. I don't eat that much bread and no one in my house drinks milk. I think in other people's houses, I think in quote unquote normal people's houses, they take a big jug of pasteurized juice that was squirted from an animal's nipple and they drink that. They just pour a big glass of animal tit juice and gulp it down. But we don't do that at my house. But we do eat bread and I can see why maybe when there's an ice storm coming you would fucking fist fight someone over the last loaf maybe because bread is maybe because bread is so versatile right you can use it for so many different things let me tell you about bread this is coming directly from hashtag nick's notes what can you use a bread for besides just bread sandwich toast bread bowl bread bowl (laughs) just eating bread bread's bread fill you up you know if 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 uh, if there Anything was a thing would fill you up if you keep eating it, I could you no. Know, but crap. bread is particularly filling. Don't act like bread isn't less filling uh, than yeah. okay. That's why they say you're not supposed to throw bread at a wedding. It's that birds eat it and they die. Well, okay. The thing about bread is if you are in an apocalypse situation, uh huh. Tell me the thing about bread. And you would like to have a lot of bread because if you were starving because you had lack of food. Bread would be a good thing to have because it would make you feel fuller, right? I don't think you understand nutrition <laughs> very well. Well, yeah, it would make you feel like physically. I'm saying full. it would get you by. All right, let's yeah. talk about bread. Bread in America has an average average sales of ten billion dollars annually, and this is particularly interesting because Americans also eat a lot of bread in restaurants. Yeah. Before I have my meal, I'm going to eat this little loaf of bread that you brought. The bread and bakery segment is the fastest growing restaurant segment in America. You might remember that from episode three of the Tennis Podcast, where we covered the largest restaurant chains. Did you remember that off the top of your head? I have it written down. I completely forgot. Despite that fact, people aren't getting enough bread at restaurants. They want it at home, too. And are you curious about the most popular types of bread in America? Yeah, is one of them wheat? Yes. Okay. Number <laughs> See, the, number 1 is wheat. Number 1 is whole wheat or multigrain. Do I need to make some kind of noise to wake up everybody who might have fallen asleep driving <laughs> listening to this? Okay, people so- are loving this. Whole wheat and multigrain is number 1. White bread is number 2 and Italian bread is number 3. What area of the country eats more white bread? I can't tell you, but I do for every one of these things. I have Nick's choice from Nick's notes. It's the sound. Nick's choice from Nick's notes on his preference of bread. Tell me your favorite bread. Nick prefers sourdough bread. Doesn't it have cheese in it? No, that's Italian. Right? No, maybe not. No, it's... What is a... No, Italian doesn't have cheese in it. What makes the dough sour? I don't know. It's not literally sour, but it's called sourdough bread. That's like, uh, you ever go to Panera and they give you that little loaf as a side? Yeah. That's sourdough bread. Oh, you mean the hardest bread to bite in the world? All right, I think we're done with bread here. What's your choice of bread, then? I said it was wheat. I like wheat. All right, the most boring one. All right, bread number three. What else? God, where do we go from bread? <laughs> uh, milk, the other staple of people going crazy, trying to get prepared to be trapped indoors for 14 hours. Milk. Milk's very close to bread. It's number two. Let's talk about milk. What is it about animals' nipples that... That, <laughs> that grosses me out? Uh... <laughs> no, that made humans... Like, where did this all start? Right? <laughs> Why don't humans drink human breast milk? Some... I mean, like, yeah, that's that sounds gross to us now, but you'd think in the logical progression of human history, that would have been the, the logical first choice, right? What I imagine is there were a couple cavemen sitting there, and they were watching a young beast suckle at the teat of its mother beast, and they thought, I bet cavemen just tried fucking everything once. To figure out what okay, worked and what Were there cows in caveman time? I don't think so. They were bigger, hairier ones. You think they... How often do you think cavemen sucked at the source 
for their milk. That had to be what they did at first. Wait, the source of what? Wait. The, the tit. Oh, before they figured out yeah, how to but, make a bucket? Right. Because that's what the babies of the cows and other animals did. They God, they go directly to the... How dangerous that would be to go up to a, to a beast... Well, wait. If cavemen are known for anything, it's for being safe and cautious. This is stupid. They're probably domesticated before. Now, someone had to figure out that we wanted their milk and then said, I'll domesticate this so I can get all that milk anytime I want. How come we don't drink dog or cat so milk? That leads me to believe. Wait, hold on. We probably domesticated animals because we were tired of like chasing them down and getting our heads kicked when we were trying to suckle at their nipples. So we made them domesticated and calm and want they we made them want to have their nipples tugged on yeah and why don't we drink cat or dog milk yes i just want to know why is it like a certain selection of animals that we do that for and others we don't i only know about the milk habits i barely know about the milk habits in america because they disgust me I can't imagine what kind of countries out there where the options are more limited, where they're milking dogs, milking cats. Maybe they don't bother to milk them. They just pick it up and tip it back. So about cows, I actually looked this up. Statista reports that worldwide milk production in 2017, there were 500 million metric tons of milk globally. And almost 20% of that is from the U.S. America is the second largest milk producer in the world with about 98 million metric tons. Who is the biggest milk producer in the world? Do you have any quick guesses? Uh, Scandinavia? Australia? France. Well, it's kind of... It's the European Union. Oh. The largest milk producers in America states are California and Wisconsin. Right. Cheese and... California. <laughs> California, California, and California, California. California uh, has a lot of farming. Sure. I know that from Grand Theft Auto 5. There's our Grand Theft Auto 5 reference for the episode. Okay, and I forgot to mention milk is an $11 billion industry in America. The most popular milk choice in America is semi skimmed. It is? 63% of all milk sales is skim milk. It is? Who's buying that? It's of all the milks, it's the one. It's the grossest one because it's uh, blue. Blue? What the hell are you talking about? Skim milk is like devoid of all those fats that make. But whole- they're not blue. Skim milk has a grayish, bluish, purplish, deathly tint to it. All right, you're wrong. But I think people like skim milk because they think it's less fattening. Well, it's still gross. And whole milk follows number two but only 27% of milk sales are whole uh and you want to it's all disgusting you want to know Nick's choice for milk yeah tell me your milk choice chocolate (laughs) (laughs) you're a child and one more Nick's notes here the leading dairy foods processor in America Nestle oh I was about to suggest Brahms it's not but we are about to, we are going to shortly drive past. For all of you at home who are listening, if you listen very closely soon, you will hear us drive past Brahms Dairy Farm. Should we get a milkshake? No, they're not making milkshakes there. They're just shaking cows. Oh, get the milk farm. out. Gotcha. All right, you got, you got uh, milk number two, bread number three. What else? Eggs. Eggs. Barely made the list at number 10. Surprising, right? The incredible edible egg barely made the list. That's what I said. Well, all right. Well, then I'm thrown for a loop. Consider Brandon's loop thrown. Eggs are a $5 billion industry annually in the U.S. Americans eat 76 billion eggs a year. How many of those are you? At least 50 eggs a year. That's it? That can't be it. Well, There's eggs in stuff you're eating, even if you're oh, not cracking yeah. eggs. Uh, I don't know. 60 million? 
Okay, that's somewhere that's between 50 and 60 million. No, I didn't ask him how many hot dogs you eat at the airport. I asked how many eggs you eat per year. I have never eaten a hot dog in front of you. All right, hashtag hot dog Brandon. Uh, and there are over 374,000 laying hens in the U.S. Wait, say that again. 300 and what? 374,000 laying hens in the U.S. I don't like to think about... This is actually low-key one of the grossest lists already. Because thinking about all those chickens together, hens. farting out eggs <laughs> of their gross little coaculas in those disgusting chicken shit-smelling houses... It's turning my stomach. It's amazing. Well, you eat 60 million a year, so can't be that bad. The the egg is all I want. The fact that we have to have the the whole chicken or the egg thing. The answer is all we wanted was the egg. Well, I guess no. I that's eat, not fucking true. I eat you a want lot the of chicken. I eat a lot of chicken too. We don't want the chicken shit. I know that for sure. Who do you think the leading state in the U.S. is for for Eggs. for hens? For laying, for laying hens. Laying hens. Oh. I guess we'll find out. Brandon just drove by a police officer on the side of the road, and he came out here. We'll see if he... Well, he might have been done pulling someone over. True, but it was very suspicious timing. The light's on, so I guess you're good for now. We'll just tell him we're recording a podcast if you can pull over. <laughs> yeah, could you hurry up and get out of here? Because we're busy. Uh, I was only going nine over the speed limit. Is that your go-to nine? Over the limit? No, I shouldn't been. I should not have been going to that. The leading state for laying hens in the U.S. is our friends in Iowa. Do we have any listeners in Iowa? Send us an egg. If you're in Iowa, send us an egg, and also rate us five stars and write a review for us on Apple Podcasts. On the egg. On the egg, and while you're doing that, you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Tennishpod. That's one zero I S H P O D Brandon. Give them a reason to follow us on Tennis Pod at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Well, if you're on Facebook, you get a clue. You get a you get a heads up, and you get some good memes and stuff. Look at the moon. That's yeah. God's thumbnail. What? Where is that from? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like some something a, an idiot would say. It does look like a thumbnail. Yeah, it's God's thumbnail. All right, are we done with eggs? Oh wait, Nick's favorite egg. Do you want to know? Incredible edible egg. Tell me if scrambled or sunny side up. I like to keep it classic. Uh, I like it scrambled. Yeah. All right. What else? Apples. No. Bananas. No. Are there any fruit? No. But I'll tell you that apples and bananas and oranges are the three leading fruits. Is this the United States? Yes. No wonder you fuckers eat more fruit. <laughs> Is is uh, sausage up there pretty high or cheese? <laughs> is hot dogs up there? Let's pause for a minute. We got bacon, which is not in the top ten, but it almost is. Bacon is a $4 billion industry in America, and it's growing every year. It grew 5% last year. Yeah, there's bacon barons out there. Here's some other pork, stuff. Pork bellies are up. Here's some other stuff that almost made the list. Cigarettes. <laughs> Wait, why is that a food item? Well, you're right. Not everything is strictly food. C- cigarettes are four and a half billion. Laundry detergent, five billion. Peanut butter at two billion. Hell yeah. Berries at three billion. Wait, just berries? Uh, that includes all kinds of berries. Some of, some things on here are categories. You'll see. Dingleberries. Yeah, dingleberries. That that's probably what they meant. Uh, I think I forgot. Oh, here's a. Fun fact about peanut butter, Americans eat 700 million pounds of peanut butter and a billion pounds of fruit spread every year. Fruit spread. Randomly. What do you think the world would be like if you took all the water in the ocean and replaced it with peanut butter? What do I think the world would be like? You think people would still enjoy going to the There beach? would be some really fucking strong fish out there. I would not want to wrestle an octopus. Can you fucking imagine an octopus that has evolved? He could push his ass through peanut butter. And, then and it's get... not just peanut butter, because the peanut butter ain't fresh. 
And then when you it's get been him, sitting there for millions of years. When you get him out on land, he just comes at you. He looks like someone threw a cush ball at you. And <laughs> guess what? Humans would have had to, because you know humans started in the water, right? Like billions of years ago. Wait, like merman? No, <laughs> like the the whatever we evolved from started in the water. Yeah, fish. Sure, and that thing came out of the peanut butter now. Oh. Oh, we would all be like Bo Jackson. Think, think about peanut butter. Think about peanut butter replaces water in every aspect. Now you have, instead of water bottles, you got peanut butter bottles. Uh-huh. Instead of washing your hands with water and soap, you use peanut butter and soap. <laughs> You're really tickling yourself with this, aren't instead you? Instead of a shower of water, it's a shower of peanut butter. Imagine the peanut butter squeezing its way through the... <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that this, is, like, this isn't a fun thing? That this is bad? Think about the consequences of washing your hair with peanut butter every day. Well, and then instead of like using water to clear your hands of dirt or food or whatever, now it's peanut butter. So now you just got peanut butter all over your hands all the time. When I was uh, five or six years old, it'd be old, good for it'd be good for the masturbation business. Wait, what? Think about the peanut butter. Use it to jerk off with. All right, you were saying. Yeah, uh, I almost drove us off the road on, on purpose. Um, when I was five or six years old, I was at, at daycare, and I was playing in the sand, and I was chewing gum, and I spit my gum out into the sand, and then I played in the sand. Sure. So I had gum and sand stuck all over my hands. And the I don't know why I was taken to the lunch ladies, to like the ladies who work in the cafeteria at this big daycare. I don't know why they decided they were like the go-to to help solve the problem. The, because the, they know about food, they know about gum. And their idea was to use peanut butter to get it off. Yeah, that's a no, that's a it, pretty common thing. It, is that supposed to work? I've heard that, I've never done it. Well, it doesn't work. And then the second op- idea was to use ice, and uh, none of it worked. It just, uh, it, it's all still stuck on there. Well, on my hands. I'll add, well, first of all, thanks for that really great story. I mean, that's going to be the snippet of the week for sure. I think that's a t-shirt, too. The point of that is you can't use fucking peanut butter to clean up Well, anything. in a world where peanut butter has replaced water, that's all we got. And I'll add a layer onto this. Imagine if it was crunchy peanut butter. Does it rain peanut butter? <laughs> then I just want this conversation to be over. If it rains peanut butter, we're done. <laughs> I'm just imagining peanut butter because would it, would it be drops of peanut butter or would it be globs of peanut butter? That's right. I really love this topic. We're going to have to explore this further at some point. I really, really want to dive into this. It's infuriating because what is the boiling point of peanut butter? You cannot maintain an ecosystem on peanut butter. Holy shit. All right. Let's move on from peanut butter. So in the top 10, you got eggs at number 10, bread at number three, milk at number two. You got a long way to go. Are there any ve- potatoes? Potato is the number one vegetable, but it is not in the top 10. There are no fruits and no vegetables in the top Americans, 10. Americans, you make me fucking sick. I don't buy or eat any of that shit either, but <laughs> you have to. Is there a meat in the top 10? No, which surprised me. It's all, the rest of, is the rest of the top 10 processed? Is it processed stuff? Is it Oreos? No. That's a good guess, though. Let's do this. You did say cheese earlier, and we forgot to come back to that. Cheese yeah. is in the top 10. Where's cheese? Cheese is number six. And I got all kinds of Nick's notes on cheese. Cheese is so broad. Yeah. So, so yeah, tell me about cheese. I can't wait. It's a $7.5 billion industry in America annually. The most popular cheeses in America by availability, whatever that means. Do you want to guess real quick? Cheddar. Cheddar's number two. Number one is mozzarella, and number three, cream cheese. Wait, cream cheese is a treat? Is a cheese? I guess cheese is cheese is a category on this list. Right, but cream cheese straddles the line between cream and cheese so well. I didn't realize it was cheese. I thought it was cream. It's cream cheese. And Nick's choice for cheese, pepper jack. Give me that pepper jack. That's my choice too. George likes it spicy. George likes his chicken spicy. It's my choice too, but I don't I don't have a, a misappropriated Seinfeld quote to go with it. That's Seinfeld people. I'll give you another hint here. Do you want a hint? 
Bread. You seem like you need a hint. Cereal. Cereal's number eight. Cereal is also very broad because it includes things that are semi-healthy, like shredded wheat. Sure. Is oatmeal considered a cereal? I don't know. I mean, on this list, a I don't hot, know. A hot cereal? Cereal, you just opened a big box. A big box of fun, because I love cereal. What's your favorite cereal? My favorite cereal is Waffle Crisp. Whoa, baby, that's a throwback. You can only get Waffle Crisp at Reesers. No, like, well, maybe in our area. Isn't there off-brand Waffle Crisp at, like, the regular store? Uh, Reesers is a, is a local grocery train for all of our international listeners. I've never seen Waffle Crisp nor Waffle Crisp imitators anywhere other than Reesers. Nick's favorite cereal is a tie between Frosted Flakes and Cap... Marshmallow Dicks. Captain Crunch. Reese's Puffs would be next, if you're wondering. Whoa! Brandon almost wrecked us! Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Henry Zabrowski almost didn't get to see me tonight. <laughs> I had to... I had to depress the break momentarily. Some other notes on uh, cereal. $8 billion a year in the U.S. And the number one most popular cereal brand in the United States is... General Mill Mills. Well, that's a company. I'm saying like one brand of cereal. Like oh. a specific cereal. Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios to be exact. Hell yes. Over $656 million for that one product alone in the U.S. last year. Everyone gets all hungry for him because that bee's always out there shaking his ass. Hell of an ass on that bee. He's nipping honey and teasing everybody. Imagine if Cheerios replaced water. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> let's just let's do this for everything on here. There could, we we miss cheese, but if cheese had to push its way through the shower nozzle to go, <laughs> to, well, it could be nacho cheese, and then it would be kind of flowy. I'm too scientific mind scientifically minded for that. But, you know, if it started raining, everyone would just run outside with chips or tortilla chips. All right, we can move on. What else is in the top ten? One of these categories is very broad, like unfairly so meat. in my opinion. No meat. Fish. No fish. Iced cream. <laughs> no. Yeah, I need a hint. Drink. Something you drink. Soda. Soda pop. Soda is number one. Soda is number one. Soda's number that one. That is disgusting. Soda is a $12 billion industry in the U.S. It's the second most likely item to be on sale in American grocery stores. Yeah, isn't there an insane markup on it because it's just sugar, water, and brown? And deliciousness. Soda has been the top of the list for years and years. The most popular soda brand in the United States is... Coke. Coca-Cola, which has a 17% market share... The Coca-Cola brand and logo is recognized by 94% of the world. Coca-Cola is the world's eighth most valuable brand in the world, according to Business Insider. And then number two is Diet Coke. I gotta get something off my chest about Coke. Let's hear it. And that's, if they thought that I wasn't gonna notice the switch to high fructose corn syrup as opposed to sugar, they were dead wrong. When did that happen? I, I, I just assumed it was... I want to say it was like late 80s or early 90s. If someone here works for Coca-Cola or your grandfather was like Johan Coca-Cola, email us on the internet somehow and tell us... Tennispod at gmail.com. Tell us when that happened. I want to say it was late 80s, early 90s because I remember growing up and drinking... We're from Oklahoma and in Oklahoma they call it pop, so I'm calling it pop and that's what we call it. Uh, and I drink pop that tastes like the pop that has sugar in it. And I didn't drink pop all the time. And then I just remember being a somewhat older child and thinking, this tastes like syrupy shit now. I don't know how... I can't stand to, like, open a bottle of just straight, thick, syrupy Coke and start guzzling it. What do you think of people in the country that call all forms of soda or pop, and they refer to all of them as Coke. I think that's what they do in Texas, isn't it? It drives me nuts. I mean, I get the idea of calling something something because everyone else you grew up around called it that. 
but uh, to call everything Coke is extremely confusing, and God bless the waitresses and waiters in Texas for dealing with, like, what can I get you to drink? A Coke? What kind of Coke? A Coke Coke? A Dr. Pepper Coke? A root beer Coke? What kind of Coke do you want? Stupid. Number two soda in America is Diet Coke, and the analysis I read on this, the, the person who wrote it, said that a lot of people think the popularity of Diet Coke really rose because of uh, Bill Clinton. He would frequently be pictured with holding a Diet Coke. I don't recall that at all. Maybe. Maybe it happened. I don't associate him with Diet Coke at all. I know he was unhealthy in the early 90s. Whoa. Well, hot take. I think he would agree, too, that he... There were jokes. There was a Saturday Night Live skit where... Uh, or sketch. Sorry, not skit. Where Phil Hartman, as Bill Clinton, was jogging, but he was stopping at McDonald's and eating everybody's stuff. <laughs> Nick's favorite choice of soda? Barks root beer. You and, son of a... And you know what? It has to be Barks. Every other root beer is second place. My other choice is Dr. Pepper. I think we're soulmates. Mine is also Barks root beer. And you know, Barks got bite. Uh, root beer is one of those sodas that's very divisive, I've learned. A lot of, oh, we just passed that Brahms Dairy Farm, Brandon uh, boringly mentioned like 10 minutes ago and you surely forgot about it. But he made sure to point it out to me here in the car. But I'll say that root beer is very divisive because I feel like half the people I meet love root beer and half the people I meet hate root beer. Would you agree with that? Well, half the people out there are uh, wrong and don't have good taste. Something else about Dr. Pepper, I'm from California and when I visit there a lot and uh, you can't ever find Dr. Pepper in any restaurants or anything. Mr. Pibb. Yeah, I think they have Pibb there. And uh, when we would visit Branson, Missouri, as a kid, I was always amazed that they didn't have Dr. Pepper and instead had Mr. Pibb, Dr. Pepper's less educated friend. I like Pibb, too. Yeah, Pibb. Mr. Pibb, despite his, his lack of an advanced degree, still makes a fine soda. <sighs> Closing the book on soda. Nick, I do want to point out right now that there's someone camping in the left lane, like not passing, and this person has no license plate at all. <laughs> this person very likely committed a violent crime and is fleeing the scene slowly in the left lane. If this was Timothy McVeigh, he would have been pulled over by now. Do you get it? Because we're going to Oklahoma City? Well, yeah, and also he didn't have a license plate. Right, that's why I said it. Let's keep going on the list here. What else is in the top ten? want to hit popsicles number one is soda the rest of it could be is bubble gum on there <laughs> all right i'll give you a hint there's there's something else drinkable on here there's two other things drinkable on here beer yeah beer's on here beer, yeah. beer is number four are you surprised that soda is more popular than beer no because kids can kids can legally drink soda so beer is number four. It is an $8 billion industry annually, and this is referring to beer only sold in grocery stores. Uh, so it's not including... Um, Fancy beer. Uh, the most popular beer in America. I know you're going to love this list. What's number one? Budweiser. Bud Light. Oh, yeah. Bud Light has a 15% uh, market share, which is more than double the second place beer, which is... Coors. Coors Light. That's all I got on beer. Nick's choice for beer is pussing out. Pussing out. Nick doesn't drink beer. Uh, What's Brandon's choice I for beer? I have a lot of choices. Give me your number one choice off the top of your head. Sunshine Wheat. It's by New Belgium Brewery. All right. Well, I got nothing else on beer, so there's one more thing drinkable on here. You might say it's... Motor oil. You might say it's beer's cousin. Wine? Wine. Okay. Wine, don't whine about wine. Just tell me your notes. Brandon's, <laughs> Brandon's uh, expression when I said that made it all worth it. Made this whole drive, which I've had to endure, worth it. Uh, wine is number nine, which rhymes as well, so don't whine about that. And it is a five and a half billion dollar industry. And this is also including only wine sold in grocery stores, which 
was not even legal in the state of Oklahoma until recently. What's your wine of choice, Brandon? I don't know a lot about wine. I know that I like red wines. I like a Merlot, I guess. What uh, a pretentious little asshole, am I right, people? <laughs> I like those Merlots. Yeah, wine is fine. Wine is fine. You're missing two. Number seven and number five. And they're both a little broad. Is it anything that comes in a can? No, but it is processed and packaged. Twinkies. <laughs> I said broad, not what's in your pantry right now. When's the last time you ate a Twinkie? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I It's been a while, but they're good little some bitches when you when you have them. <laughs> Did you suck all the frosting out first? <laughs> uh, let's I see. just pretended the Twinkie was connected to Aaron Eckhart. Let nature take its place. <laughs> uh, let's see. These are a little unfair because no, not, uh, they're 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 categories more so than cleaning products. No, uh, toiletries. All right, I'm gonna give you a hint. I'm one of them. One of them you probably ate a lot of in college, and it's not ramen noodles. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> ate a lot of in college. Macaroni and cheese? You're on the right track. Macaroni and cheese with little bits of spicy chicken in it? No, but just think like... Chili. Take a step back from mac and cheese. You're in the weeds. Pasta. No, not pasta. TV dinner. Packaged dinner. TV dinner. Is, frozen dinner is what it's called officially. Frozen dinners. Frozen dinner is number seven. Above bacon, meat, every fruit, every vegetable. Are, maybe are they considering frozen vegetables? No. Oh. Frozen dinners. They were very specific to point out. Frozen dinners. No vegetables were on this list. So frozen Uh, dinners. Six billion dollars a year in America. Just on frozen dinners. Stouffer's is the top frozen dinner brand in America. They do a good lasagna. Number two is Marie Callender's. And other than the grocery segment, dairy and frozen foods is the top selling grocery segment so that would include meat produce deli grocery dairy and frozen and Nick's choice for frozen meals lean cuisine whatever and and frozen pizza if we count that do you really eat a lean cuisine if I'm if I'm having to eat a frozen meal you're gonna eat the even less tasty like oh I'm gonna it's frozen, but this is a healthy one. I'm going to get lean eating well, this frozen you know, I cuisine. haven't scoured and I haven't explored every frozen option available. I don't get a lot of frozen dinners, but when I have gotten frozen dinners, lean cuisine is one of the few that I get. You're getting, I know, I know that you're getting a hungry man. <laughs> one of those hungry man ones that says like XL on it or hungry man extreme. And it has a picture of, like, a big lumberjack taking a shit on the back. <laughs> Can you imagine that was on the back? What if lumberjack shit replaced water? <laughs> it's, it like, it, it comes with, like, two Salisbury steaks covered with mushroom gravy and, a, and hard tack. But- so you know how people get mad at fast food places for misrepresenting what their food looks like? Like, in advertisements, the food always looks better than what Frozen. you actually get? Frozen dinners is way worse about that. They are comically worse. They're comically different than their pictures. I don't even know why they bother putting a picture on the box. It in no way represents what actually comes out of there. The only one that does come close is that Stouffer's lasagna. And the reason is that all the lasagna looks like before you start cutting into it is just a surface of melted cheese. (laughs) It's really hard to fuck that up. Well... That's frozen dinners, and you're missing one on here, and I'm really surprised you haven't guessed it. Is it something you have ever seen me eat? Of course. Hundreds of times. It's not... And it's not Dustin Hoffman's ass. It's not hot dogs. Hundreds of times. Thousands. Millions. It's chips. Chips. But it's actually broader. It's including all salty snacks. So, chips... Okay, (laughs) anything... God. No, but... No, but I have specific... Things on the chip aisle, so pretzels and and uh, Cheez-Its might Pop- count on that. Popcorn? I it didn't say popcorn or not. 
Is cheese it a salty snack or is it a cracker? Yeah, cheese it's is actually not on here. Things on the chip aisle is how it was written. Things on the chip. Did it? Did like? Did a friend of yours make this list? No, Homestead.com. Uh. And uh, salty snacks, eight billion dollars a year in America. Includes anything on the chip aisle, and the top most popular chips in America are Lay's. Lay's. And number two, Ruffles. Doritos. Really? Doritos. The amount of things that you that seem like they properly go with Lay's potato chips seems like a lot. Hot hot dogs, hamburgers, even maybe uh, uh, sandwiches. Sure. Lots of sandwiches. Same could be said for Doritos. Doritos is a staple of like Super Bowl parties and, and uh, butt parties. But you don't dip. Higher parties. But you don't dip a Dorito. You it's, can. First of all, you can. Secondly, Doritos you don't need to dip because they're bursting with flavor on their own. What have you ever dipped a Dorito in? I'm sure I've dipped a Dorito in some uh, French French dip or cool or uh, what's that? A uh, French onion dip. Hmm. I, I mean, I, Ruffle is my go-to dip chip. But yes. it, but Dorito, I would do it if it was there. It just seems like you're playing a dangerous game mixing all those flavors in your mouth. Well, I'll tell you that Nick's choice for chips is Cooler Ranch Doritos, followed by I love a good pretzel. Mm. And I know your fat ass has a lot of choices here and rummaging through your brain right now. Cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Those are good. Yeah. And you know my guilty pleasure, which I haven't had in years because I don't allow myself to anymore, but Ass. If, uh, <laughs> if the world was a place where you could just eat anything you want with no consequences, uh. imagine that. Brandon's told me once, and I've never forgot it, that the best proof of a god is that <laughs> things that are healthy don't taste as good as things that aren't healthy. Right. And that's very... Good, strong evidence. Yeah. And so, uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos would be my... I love Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but they're so fucking awful for you that... Not that Doritos are like, you know, spinach, but Flamin' Hot Cheetos, there's something about it that I feel really guilty when I eat them and I don't do it anymore, but it's, it's I love because them. the more you eat, the more you can look at your hand and see evi- the evidence that builds up of how much you've eaten. The redder and grittier your fingers are, the more you've been a disgusting pig. Imagine if water was replaced with flaming Hot Cheeto dust. <laughs> you know, you people at home might be sick of me bringing that up, but Brandon's expression every time I bring it up is making it way worth it. Way worth it. All right, that's the top ten. Let's go through an order. You want to? Yeah, wrap, wrap this up so I can stop thinking about water being anything but water. Actually, uh, real quick, before I go through the top ten, here's some things I thought would be on the top ten that weren't. Mayo. Why would mayonnaise be on the top ten? It's a very common condiment. Over ketchup and mustard? Well, ketchup is my next one. Okay. Water bottles. Well, just a bottle. Uh, You're not surprised that water bottles are on the top ten? I think that's bad for the environment. Soup. If you can say a whole aisle is salty snacks, then you could say another whole aisle was shit in a can. Okay, but shit in a can wasn't on the top ten. That wasn't Einstein. Well... Was it Urkel? Soup would fall under that. (laughs) Salty snacks was a category that was specific in chips. Brandon's shaking his head, but it's true. Watch the road, please. Number ten was eggs. Number nine was wine. Don't whine. Brandon at number nine. (laughs) (laughs) Eight? What if water was replaced by wine? If there was not a divider in that median, <laughs> this would be over. So ten eggs, nine wine, eight cereal, seven frozen dinners, six cheese. Americans, you should be ashamed. Five salt snacks, four beer. But I know every single one of these items is in beer! your every one of these items is in your cart when you go shopping. So don't act holier than thou. Four is beer, three is bread, two is milk, and one is our friends. Soda slash pop slash coke. Barks root beer. Barks root beer number one. So that's the top ten grocery items in America. Brought to you by Nick and hashtag Nick's Notes. Brandon, what did you think of that list? Did it make you hungry? No. Uh, the milk and egg talk immediately put me off. What if water is replaced by scrambled eggs? 
imagine because then the consistency in the scrambled eggs would be different depending on where you are in the world because the, the rain in Seattle yeah. could be different than the rain in Brazil and have so, a trout dry eggs I know yeah Brandon loves the, the desert it's powdered eggs <laughs> what or what about sunny, sunny side up eggs as as rain would be awful because it'd be all runny and yolky hey are are eggs just dead chicks no they're unfertilized but so certain chickens lay certain eggs that aren't fertilized because the, to fertilize they gotta be yeah. had sex with a with a rooster <laughs> should we do our Seinfeld rooster reference that's perverse <laughs> you got the chicken the hen what does he say you got what is it? what's the line he says that he's, you got the chicken you got the rooster who's having sex with the hen <laughs> that rooster has sex with all of them <laughs> <laughs> that's perverse <laughs> Brandon, what did you think of recording side-by-side side in the car? Uh, I was uh, titillating. I can't wait to do it again. Brandon didn't realize this because he's been so focused on the list and on driving, but my hand's been on his upper thigh this whole time. I thought it was my own thigh. My own hand. <laughs> Your own hand. My own hand, my own thigh. Well, I hope the car noise wasn't too bad for you fine folks at home. If it was, well, then you can get the hell over it because we will be back in the studio next week with my couch cushions all propped up around me. <laughs> we, we, we surround ourselves with cushions make the audio sound better because we're professionals. So Henry Zabrowski, Ben Kissel, Marcus Parks, we know you're listening as you prepare for your live show in Oklahoma City. Hope we got you in the mood to perform and don't get nervous when you look across the room and see us uh, staring and laughing occasionally. Uh, we have pretty high standards here on the Tennis Podcast. Are those those idiots that were talking about what if all the water was peanut butter? <laughs> peanut butter is still the best out of all the ones we talked about. Because they, cause just the consequences of peanut butter. and everything. You're washing your car and you've got the hose pointed at the car and it's just peanut butter slowly easing I, its way out. Can I just tell you what the end, end of this is? The whole world would be peanut butter. Everything would be destroyed, <laughs> messed up, fucked up with peanut Think butter. Think about the sewer drains. <laughs> When you talk about too much of a good thing, I used to love peanut butter and thinking about it like this, just permeating every aspect of, of our lives. It's a nightmare, really. I think this peanut butter topic has been my favorite side thing we've ever talked about, and I'm going to bring it up again and again, so get ready for that. Great. <laughs> okay. This has been the Tennis Podcast. I'm your host, Nick. That's my sidekick host, Brandon, uh, driving me like a limo driver to my event tonight. And uh, if you haven't already, be sure to rate us five stars and review us on every single fucking podcast platform you can think of. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for lots of peanut butter talk this week. I'm going to be going ham on peanut butter topics on our social media this week. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Go fuck yourself? That's great. Suck it. Oh, yeah, suck it too. See you next week. Bye-bye. God's thumbnail. <laughs>